welcome to the Blindfold Chess Podcast. The current icon of Benjamin Feingold is one of snark and sarcasm, which he has always had. He learned the game of chess at the age of five, and he received his first rating when he was six years old. By the time he was 12, he was offering, otherwise known as hustling, in New York at 8 to 1 odds in bullet games. Benjamin also graduated from high school at the age of 16 in 1993, where he earned the U.S. Chess Trust Samford Fellowship, which is a prize given to chess trainers to help them purchase coaches, books, equipment, and other study material to help support the development of U.S. players. Feingold also has the ability to back up the sarcasm and wit through his achievements. In 1994 and 2007, he tied for first place at the U.S. Open Chess Championships. In 2002, he tied for first at the World Open. In 2005 and 2008, he tied for first at the National Open Chess Championships. And Feingold has appeared in nine different U.S. chess championships. And finally, in 2009, he earned the Grandmaster title. After earning his Grandmaster title, Feingold shifted to more commentary work, aiding in the U.S. championships, the Junior Championships, the Sinkfield Cup, and the World Chess Cup. He has also given lectures to the St. Louis Chess Club as the Grandmaster in residence. In 2017, he and his wife opened the Chess Club and Scholastic Center of Atlanta, where many of his lectures are streamed on both YouTube and Twitch. Currently, the Chess Club and Scholastic Center of Atlanta has 77,000 subscribers on YouTube, GM Benjamin Feingold has 111,000 subscribers on YouTube, and he has a following of over 121,000 people on Twitch. He has coined such phrases as, never play F3, knife to F5, and they could do that move, but it would be illegal. Ben also has the distinction of being the only Grandmaster that I have played, where I was destroyed repeatedly. In today's game, we are traveling back to 2000 in the Michigan Open. Benjamin Feingold versus Dennis Geilsman. Now if we're ready, let's begin. One pawn to d4. Pawn to d6. Two knight f3. Bishop g4. Three pawn to e4. Pawn to e5. Four pawn to d captures e5. Knight d7. Five pawn to e captures d6. Bishop captures d6. Six knight c3. Knight g to f6. Seven bishop g5. Pawn to h6. Eight bishop h4. 
Queen e7. Nine, Bishop d3. Bishop b4. With black pinning the knight on c3, what square does it weaken for white? That would be the e4 square. Since the pin on the knight is preventing the e4 pawn's defense, black is now threatened to capture on e4. Ten, pawn to h3. Bishop h5. Eleven, pawn to g4. Bishop g6. Twelve, castle kingside. Bishop captures c3. Thirteen, pawn to b captures c3. Castle queenside. Fourteen, rook e1. Knight e5. Fifteen, bishop g3. Knight captures f3 check. Sixteen, queen captures f3. Queen c5. Seventeen, pawn to c4. Each side currently has two pieces. Where are they? and which side's minor pieces are better. The white pieces are the light-squared bishop on d3, the light-squared bishop on g3. For black, it is the knight on f6, and the bishop on g6. Now the light-squared bishop on d3 is hemmed in by pawns on c2, c4, and e4, but the dark square bishop is very open in controlling an important diagonal. Black's pieces are hemmed in by the white pawns on e4 and g4, so arguably white has the better pieces even though the bishop on d3 looks like a big pawn. Pawn to h5. Eighteen, pawn to e5. Pawn h captures g4. Nineteen, pawn h captures g4. Knight d7.
20, pawn to e6. Knight f6. Twenty one, pawn to g five. Bishop captures d three. Twenty two, pawn c captures d three. Queen captures g five. Twenty three. Rook A to B1. Rook captures D3. Black's move of Rook captures D3 takes a pawn and threatens which two white pieces? That would be the queen on F3 and the bishop on G3 via an x-ray. Does white have a counter move? Twenty four, Queen captures B seven check. King D eight. Twenty five, Queen captures C seven check. Black resigns. Black resigned here as mate is inevitable. They'll play king to e8, white will play rook to b8, black will respond rook to d8, and white will play either rook to d8 checkmate or queen to d8 checkmate. So that is all that we have for this week. Tune in next time where we will continue to work on our blindfold capabilities and examine another game of the Masters.